Welcome to Parent Talk Podcast, the podcast for busy parents, where experienced parents and expert guests give tips and tricks to make parenting a breeze. Well, at least a little easier. Now here is your host, Genevieve Kyle, and co-host, Becca U. Lewis. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Season 5 of Parent Talk, everything parenting and more. I'm your host, Genevieve Kyle-Lefebvre, and I'm a mom of two. I'm, of course, with my co-host, Becca U. Lewis. Hi, Becca. Hi. Hi, everyone. I'm Becca, the co-host of Parent Talk and also a mom of two. We're excited for another opportunity to learn and grow with our children today. Let's welcome another wonderful guest to help us do that. Yes. So today we're talking about why transitioning from one activity to the next can be such a struggle with Matthew Lyons. Matthew is a clinical social worker and a teacher. He also works uh, part-time in a private practice and is a director of the French side of the Newfelt Institute. So hi, Mathieu, and welcome to Parent Talk Podcast. Well, th- thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, well, just like you, well, I'm a parent, a uh, parent of three, actually, uh, Nicola, who's 23, uh, Emma, who's uh, now nine, and Nathan, who's seven. And I'm also a granddad, actually, very proud granddad of Henri, who's uh well, just over a month now. So, uh, yeah, so very happy about that. And um, yeah, so happy to be here because I've been a fan of podcasts and been, oh, I, I wish I could have started the podcast myself, but I know the time it involves to do it. So being a guest, but I wish one day I could start something like this because it's something I've been always looking to, like I've been listening to podcasts for quite a while. My wife was invited before me on Parent Talk. I was kind of jealous. <laughs> And yeah, and she was also on the on Les Parents Parle or French edition. Yes. Also, yeah. So I was like, oh well. Well, my turn. It's my turn. I'm very happy to be here. Yeah. Well, welcome. So let's diving into today's topic. I'm sure you have a lot to talk about. So I'm very curious, and I'm sure I'm going to be learning a lot, like all our listeners. So, first question for you. So, is it normal that my child reacts when I put an end to an activity? The, The basic answer is yes. It's normal. So, well, from the get-go, we can go, well, they're normal then. <laughs> I'm okay. Yeah, it, it's normal. And the question we need to ask ourselves is um, why, right? Why do they react when we transition from one activity to the other? And the answer to that comes into leaving behind something that I really like, an activity that I really love, um, uh, something that I was focused on and having to do something else, there's a part between the two that as parents, sometimes we kind of neglect, which is the part, the emotional part, you know, where it's, it sucks. It sucks that it's the end of this. And, and I'm a parent too. I mean, I, I make that mistake all the time. Like I, I, I I'm kind of last minute and I go, let's go. We've got to move on. We've got to go there. We've got to, got to move to the next thing. We're done. But there is a part where they kind of go, I wish you can keep going. I, I can't, I, I want to keep going. I'm not done. I like it so much. I'm so happy to be doing this right now. And to give you a better understanding of how I, I see it and how I usually, well, not exactly that example. I'm going to give a shot to this one and we'll see how it turns out. <laughs> but we, Geneviève and I, my wife, 
uh, we are very big fans of um, going in the south. When we uh, pre-pandemic, we would go to either Mexico or Costa Rica every year, and before children, even twice a year. We loved it. Um, so we really loved it, and it was I don't know why the context, everything just worked for us. But I just remember that the last day, we would spend a whole lot of time going. This is the last day. I wish it kept going. It sucks we don't have a bit more time. Uh, and we would be so disappointed that we didn't book the seven day instead of five days, right? Or all the things that we could have done that we didn't have the time to do. And we would, Dr. Nufels have finer tears about something that we got to put an end to, right? So uh, this is a figure of speech. You know, it's more like having the emotions related to what's happening right now. And it's our disappointment of we have to leave, right? And we need that to be able to go, okay, well, let's leave. We're good now. We, we, we made peace <laughs> with the fact that we're not getting what we want. We don't, we're not getting more. It's a bit like the, the same thing with, but on a smaller scale for kids, right? I want to keep going. And we often go, we got to move on. Let's go. And we're missing that little part. And it can take a minute just to go, I know it's going to suck. I know you're not going to like this, depending on their age, of course. <laughs> I know you're not going to like this. I know it's going to be tough. Well, we're done. Legos are done. Time for Legos are done. Uh, we got to move on. Gotta, we we got to go for, we got to have lunch now. And invite the disappointment. Invite the tears, you know. Oh, I really don't want to go. I know it's tough. I know it's hard. I know you wish you could keep going. I know how much you love Legos. And it's it's really a little something to change. But And I don't want to go into a whole background of, well, why aren't we doing this right away? But we kind of are at a place right now in our society where we want just things to happen very fast, right? And we just go with an agenda and forget that there's a context and... When it comes to parenting, we forgot about emotions a lot. And leaving behind an activity that I really like, uh, there's a process here in terms of emotion. I kind of have to go, it's sad, but I can't keep going. I, I, it's done now. So it's a very small thing, but it changes everything. Uh, so it, just giving it a shot, you'll see how if you invite the, I know it's not going to be fun, but we're kind of done now. We got to move on. Uh, is already a great step to go. Huh, for some reason, it's working now. Because I, yeah, but mommy, I really wanted to keep going. Oh, I know, I know. And then we can go with the. But we'll have another time to play Lego together, though. Let's bridge it. Let's find another time where we'll keep on going, like doing Lego. So we're not really done. We're just putting it on pause now, which makes it a bit easier. When I leave South, uh, when we leave Mexico, we never go, we'll never come back again. We plan the next trip. <laughs> oh, let's plan the next time we can we can play, the next time we can do this. Uh, so yeah, so that's kind of why we have so many reactions when we have a game going on. And it's like, no, and I, we have kind of a tantrum, we have a reaction, and we don't understand why. And it's the why. It's... Uh, when you understand why, it's a lot easier to uh, have the right intervention. Hmm. I don't know if that makes sense to you. 
Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. And absolutely, it's very hard to leave something, even as an adult, um, that you enjoy, you know, a concert, a vacation, anything like that. Now, does that, can I explain, is the same explanation work for like every type of situation that we have to leave? Like for a child, like going to the park or grandma's house or going to a toy store when they have to leave, you know, it, it, is it the same thing? So there's... Well, first off, you're so right. As adults, we're the same. It's tough for us to stop something that we like, but we kind of have. Sometimes we don't have the same expectation or for our children than we have for ourselves. <laughs> right? uh, so to answer your question, there's an example here that kind of stands out, which is if I leave the park, or if I leave grandma's place, right? or if I leave dad's place. Well, yes, we had, there's... Not exactly the same uh, answer here because there's also the separation involved with someone that I'm attached to. Okay, so if I'm if I have to leave grandma's place, well, and for most grandmas that I know, uh, most of the time it's a very big time of connection, right? And do you really know their way around for kids to attach to them? Right? There's so many cuddles and there's baking involved and there's some good times together and they connect on so many levels, right? And they have the time to listen. Uh, my, uh, my daughter, Emma, that's why she, she loves Lorraine so much because Lorraine will listen to her stories, right? She always brings her a little something and she listens to her stories. So she feels so special to her eyes. So when I have to leave um, and there's someone I'm attached to or even something, Okay, even something. But when there's someone I'm attached to and there's separation involved, and then it's not just a matter of, uh, well, there's emotion involved because I have to stop something that I like, but there's also, once again, it's an emotional reaction, but it's the separation that is evoked from, um, and that creates a lot of emotion and kind of, and sometimes you're like, okay, we got to leave and they start doing a tantrum and you're like, how do I look as a parent right now? I, I don't know if you, well, most people had that. It doesn't have to be a grandma, but you know, they were babysat by the neighbors and the neighbors like, your kids are the best. <laughs> They're so well behaved. And you're like, okay, well, nice. We got to leave guys. We're not leaving. And they just roll on the floor and you're like, how do I look right now? Like they just said they were the best kids in the world, but hey, how, do, how do I look as a parent? <laughs> Right? It's the separation involved. It's not the parenting here that, that's involved. It's really the fact that I need to split from someone that I connect in a deeper level uh, and that I really like. And we're just like that. We're, we're creatures of attachment, right? We attach to people. Like we, we can't fight this. <laughs> we always attach. It depending on, depends how deep we attach, but we'll always attach in a certain way. So leaving grandma, well, that's a pretty big separation. Leaving the park, well, most of the time it also involves leaving your friends behind, right? Because oftentimes you had a play date, there was friends there, you have to leave your friends behind. Um, and like I said, separation can also involve something. And one thing that I'm guilty of with the pandemic is um, technology. Every iPad, every tablet that we've given our kids. And I mean, I'm guilty of it. I, I had to work, so I had to 
fall back on these sometimes. But children can also attach to things. And one of the things they will attach to is iPads and tablets. Uh, so taking it away, uh, you're also creating separation with an object that they're attached to. So I guess coming back to the first answer, we kind of go, well, is it a matter of, well, there's emotion involved. I need to feel and find my tears about the fact that I can't keep playing. But also, is there some way, uh, some sort of a separation involved here? Even if there's no person, maybe there's an object that they're really attached to, um, or the dog or the cat. Like there's so many things that we attach to. So leaving often involves separation. And that's a tough one. For, for kids, for adults also, <laughs> like, like you said, they go, we're, we're just the same. Uh, so it's a challenge for them when there's separation involved. Um, and But just like I said in the first and, uh, question, once again, it's a matter of connecting with the next connect, uh, connecting and bridging the next connection, right? Mm -hmm. So Lauren, um, Emma's grandma, knows so well by instinct. She always goes, Yes, but I'm coming back on that date. Like she always has the next date. She never shows up with not having a next date. And she always has the next uh, FaceTime because they don't live close to us. They, they live six hours away. Um, but if it's not, I'm coming back here. I'll see you online on that day. So she always had that, has that next connection is my, in mind, which is our best way to fill in the separation is instead of focusing on, I have to say bye to my friends. I have to say bye to grandma. Uh, it's, well, you'll see your friends tomorrow at school. So let's let's say goodbye, see you tomorrow instead. Instead of going, I'll never see you again. See you tomorrow at school. Let's focus on the next connection. Uh, so, so yeah, so it's not, there's kind of two answers here. And we kind of, and that's a tricky one. And that's why with the Newfeld Institute, it's really hard to give the, um, Here's what you have to do. Because every time we need to analyze and figure out, well, what's going on? Why? Is it separation? Is it emotion? And sometimes we, we miss it. Like something, my wife also has the same training that I do with the Newfeld Institute. And sometimes I'll do something and I'll take, I'll try to do an intervention in a certain way. And she goes, I think you're missing a part. Am I? Yeah, you are. Have you thought of this? Oh, jeez, I forgot that part. Yeah, I, I never thought there was so much separation involved with her friend because they, she has to, her friends, she would, they, they have to stop the date. And I was only focusing on the fact that she can't play anymore, but forgot that, yeah, but I have to say bye to my friend that I only see every second weekend, right? So it's, uh, it's uh, we often have to wonder why before the intervention, Once you kind of get into that mindset, though, it gets the, the first time you kind of go, am I going to have to analyze everything? It takes a while. I don't have that time, but it kind of gets very intuitive within a few times that you go, oh, yeah, I know what to do. I'll, I'll go for the, I know it's going to be, a, you're not going to find it tough. I know it's not fun, but we still have to put an end to this. Mm -hmm. So what you're saying i'm relating and i have a little story actually my little nathan when we have certain friends that leaves he basically packs up his bag and he wants to leave with them so one time i decided to let him go even if it was late at night and he wanted to go with them so they took them their neighbors right so they took them into their house and then my 
neighbor was like she got she got worried and he was never going to want to come back and he was going to create a big tantrum right because nathan is three so just to <laughs> to put an age here and uh, we let them play for a little bit and then um we my husband went and get him and yeah we bridged it to like oh, we're going to come back tomorrow but it was kind of funny then we actually gave him the permission to go and we kind of said yes instead of like no it's late and this and that it was interesting but the next time then they came again well nathan packed his bag again and he wanted to go again right but then it's getting late so i'm like i can't say yes all the time but i want to say yes so anyways i'm, I'm throwing this this example out there because i kind of got trapped a little bit on like, you know, like, yeah, yes all the time but sometimes i have you know children will negotiate my like my little nathan that is three right um to have a bit of extra time or ex extra time at what they do yet. So, so is it okay to say yes? Or what do we do with this? Oh, and they, they want more time. Uh, just just a, time. Little, yeah, just a little. Just uh, a little. Let's take the park uh, another 10 minutes, right? Or uh, just, I just want to finish that show. And you're like, okay, another five minutes. Yeah. We feel so guilty sometimes as parents to say yes. Because we're so worried that we're going to create um, kind of a, well, it's always going to be like that because you said one, said yes once. Just like you did say yes once to go pack your bags, sure, you can go play and, right? Uh, you said once and like, am I stuck with this forever? Am I, did I create a, a, a right here that he can, it's going to be yes all the time. And we, and sometimes we'll just say no just because we're worried well, am I creating a monster here? Am I create monster by, I mean, like the, well, this is a right that I have to, you will always say yes to this. Where it's, no, we're, we're allowed to say yes sometimes. It's, it's okay. And we don't have to feel guilty about it. The best way around it though, is making it look like it's our idea. <laughs> right? So that it's not your idea. It's mine. So, so that way, it's not you who's deciding. You made a request. It's still my decision. Uh, and I judge that it's a good idea. Uh, we call it finding your alpha or using your alpha. So making it sound like I'm in control of the situation and I'm the answer where maybe not, but it sounds like I do. So, right. So, hmm, mommy, can I finish that show? And you're like, well. Now he asks, if I just say yes, it sounds like he can say yes. I'll just throw in an answer here. How much time is left on that show? 15 minutes and you're like, oh God, this is long. <laughs> but whatever, I feel like being cool tonight. <laughs> 15 minutes, you know what? Sometimes I'm making it special. For tonight, let's have fun. And I'll even do the last 15 minutes with you. What's the show? Let's, let's watch it together. So one thing. Yeah, it's okay to say yes sometimes. And let's make it sound like it's my idea. When it sounds like it's my idea, like I'm in control, it's still mommy who's who said yes. It's still daddy who said yes. And not me who's choosing that we have to, that you have to give me more time. So yeah, it, it's it's okay. It's um, But we're really worried. Um, and that comes from... Some approach that say, well, if you like, if you say yes, then you're creating an habit, and he's going to expect a yes every time. Well, 
turns out we're not really working that way that much. And trust me, I gave it a shot with my children. You know, I did say yes once. And the next time I was like, well, no, not tonight. And sometimes I did have to find their tears about it, though. They were disappointed because last time you said yes, but then they move on. Right. And then I was, well, it sucks because last time we were, we were able to and we did an extra 15 minutes. Well, that's you're right. Last time we did a special. I know, but this time we're, we're not having an extra 15 minutes. So it's it's okay. And it, now I'm saying this, I'm thinking about uh, tonight. It just happened tonight that we, uh, Friday is, the take, is our takeout night. It's, we do this here every Friday. And technically, children, our children always wanted to have takeout. Uh, so we created a structure around, well, we'll only do it on Friday. So that way they don't ask the rest of the week. <laughs> And Fridays are a busy day, so we never feel like cooking on Friday anyway. So it worked out for everyone. Um, but tonight turns out that I I had uncooked, uh, I taught a chicken, so the chicken was there, so I cooked it. Emma came in and she went, what's this? Well, I, 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 I'm cooking. Why are you cooking? Well, there's a chicken in the oven because that's what we're eating tonight. Tonight is takeout night. Usually we always have takeout. And I thought about pizza all day. I really thought we were having pizza. And to be honest, I had two options. Either I go with the sucks. I know. Hi, come here. I'll give you a big hug. I know. Oh, I wish I told you this morning. Oh, yeah, I know. Uh, but we'll have takeout tomorrow, though. I'm planning on doing it tomorrow. I had that option. But I also had the option of, you know what? Cook the kitchen. I'll eat I'll, the chicken. We'll eat it tomorrow. That's okay. We'll make sandwich with it, and I'll order pizza, which I turned out to do. I decided to go, yeah, that's okay. And I'm not doing any harm by doing that. She was, and the funny part is that Later, she came back going, Papa, thank you for the, for the, for the pizza. I'm sorry earlier, I kind of made a tantrum about the pizza. And I went, oh, Emma, that was not a tantrum. That was you being disappointed, girl. And you know what? I, I felt for you. And I realized that hmm, I was kind of breaking her family routine. And I didn't want to break that. That's important for, for us. And she went, you're right. So we will have pizza. And she was so happy about it, you know, and it, it, it didn't do any harm. So it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> but we often feel bad about it. That's the thing. <laughs> we need to allow ourselves to do it sometimes. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. I, it's great to hear that you can have permission to do that because that's what I did last night was I actually agreed to pizza, which I'm not a big fan of pizza. So I went, oh, sure. It had been a long day. And my son looked at me like, what and my husband had to check and go like did you agree to pizza <laughs> yeah oh yeah every once in a while it's fine um but it's great to know that you know giving that permission doesn't necessarily create a monster and we're not creating the permission to do it always exactly. now sometimes kids might get aggressive if you know, over a transition like throw a toy or something um why does that happen? <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's another thing. Yeah, it's uh, geez. Well, first, I'm happy that 
you know, it gives you the permission and that it provides that, geez, it's nice to hear that, right? As long as it's not all the time, we don't want, it's not always, sure, to take more time, take more time. It's okay to allow ourselves to go there sometimes. But yeah, uh, oh, well, when it comes to, you know, being aggressive, aggression in children, and once it, it's funny, I'll always come back to Becca and adults. <laughs> Because it's there in adults too. <laughs> so mm-hmm. aggression, <laughs> you know, it's in everyone. It's just not the same format, but it's there. Uh, so aggression in children, which we see a lot when it comes to moving from one one game to another, having to do a transition. So first off, aggression comes in all kinds of format with kids, right? We have hits, we have screens, we have weird noises sometimes. We'll have throwing stuff, uh, rolling on the ground. Uh, so we have ripping stuff, breaking stuff. It comes out in all kinds of ways. So why? Why are they? Once again, I'm, I'm coming back with the why. I guess it's my big thing tonight. Why? It always comes to the why. Once you figure out the why, the answer is so much easier when you find where it comes from. So aggression, and I always do that little part uh, so I, I didn't ask how much time we had, but I'll take a, a, an extra two, three minutes here just to, to talk about that. So when I was in college, I heard about two uh, um, researchers that were in, the, in my book of psychology called Dollar and Miller. And I remember learning by heart the definition of what they had done. And I could write it down, but could not figure out for the life of me what, the, what it meant and what it served. Right, but I remember the name. I don't know why. There's a part dollar has um, that name is kind of important for the um, in my French uh, culture, like in, in history, like the family in dollar. So anyway, so I hooked up on that name, but couldn't figure out what it meant. Uh, and it's only when I uh, heard about Doctor Newfeld and aggression that I went, "Oh my God!" It took me ten years to figure out what those two guys were trying to tell me. So when you're frustrated. And frustrated, it's every time something doesn't work your way, right? When you say no, when you cut yourself, when someone tells you you got to move on to another game, when your Lego don't stick together, when when you you try to stick something together and you it won't it won't stay. When the color when you're trying to draw and it goes across the line, like everything that doesn't work your way is frustration. And Dollar and Meller. And what in their research, they came up with the concept of when you're frustrated, there's an energy inside of you and it needs to come out. Okay, so let, let, let me say that again. So when, when you're frustrated, when something doesn't work your way, there's that energy inside of you and it needs to come out. It, it, it needs to get out of you, right? And there's kind of three ways for, for that energy to come out. Um, the first one is, well, I'll try to change the situation so that it works my way, so I won't be frustrated anymore. You know, so having a bit of extra time is a way of kind of, you know, the let's have another five minutes, kind of a way to change the context for me not to be frustrated anymore, right? Uh, you know, so changing, the situation, finding a solution will make it so that I'm not frustrated anymore. So sometimes as adults and kids, they'll try to find a solution, but it still won't work. And sometimes it just doesn't work. 
Like there's no solution to this, or there's no way out of it. You know, it, it's still the end of the game. We won't do an extra game. There's no more time. So the second outlet to that energy is what I've been referring to um, a few times now, which is the emotion. So when I'm frustrated and there's an, that energy inside of me, finding my fears about what doesn't work kind of let go of that energy and makes it so that I move on to something else. The third outlet is aggression. The third one is the one where, you know what, there's energy inside of me. I want to keep playing, but I can't, so there's no way to change it. And I can't find my tears about it. There's no context. I, 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 I'm not going there. Uh, emotions are too high. I'm so tired, I don't go there. And it just comes out. So I threw a toy. But what we need, and that's the part that's so interesting. Well, I find it very interesting, at least. <laughs> it's that once I throw that toy, I kind of have that feeling of, oh, frustration is out. Problem is solved. It's not solved. <laughs> but, you know, it's out. I'm not stuck with that energy inside of me of frustration. And we're just the same as adults. It's just that we figure out all kinds of ways for us to make it in a social context that is appropriate. Right? So we have all kinds of swear words that we know that we can use with certain people. And then some other words that were like, if my boss is around and I'm frustrated, I can't use, use these, but I can use that one. And it's going to be okay. And I'm still going to let go of my frustration. Right? But children are not at that point where they have the, oh, well, and have that word, that let go, that is kind of letting go of that, of that energy of frustration. So coming back, so if I backtrack a bit, uh, what I like to do is have an example for us adults. Because once you figure out, figure it out for yourself, you're like, oh, that's what he means. That's why he hit. Because that's the biggest thing with Dr. Neufeld. Once, once I, I heard about his way of seeing aggression, this is where I really went, he's on to something here. Uh, I had a, a student. Uh, I used to teach a class. It was um, in research, social social sciences research. And she had to choose a thesis. And she was like, I want to talk about aggression in children. And I was like, give it a shot for a week and come back to me. And she's like, everybody tell me what to do, but nobody will tell me where it comes from. Like nobody's trying to analyze. They just say they hit because they want to, but there has to be something else. So that's why I kind of went, geez, that guy got something because it just makes sense the way he explains it. So anyway, so coming back to adults, and that's the example I always use because it happens to most people. So if you happen to be driving, uh, if you drive a car, well, you're on the road, you're on the road, da, 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 and everything's going well. Uh, you're a safe driver. Maybe you even have kids in the back. And someone comes in, drives very fast and cuts you off, right? Oh, that's frustrating. That's a pretty big frustration. There's nothing I can do about it. It happened, right? You've imposed that on me. I can't change the context. There's no way for me to go, oh, I have a solution to that person who almost hit my car. I'm frustrated. There's, we rarely go, I'm so disappointed that a bad driver just cut me off. So what do we do? We flip a finger. 
And sometimes we have words quit. And what happens after? We feel like we solved the problem. We feel good. We're like, there you go. Now I can keep on going with my day. When I do this, though, I feel guilty after. After, yeah. <laughs> after you go, I want my best shot. <laughs> you never saw it coming, right? It just comes out. When you scream in your car, you don't, you didn't plan this. It just came out. And then you go, I'm not proud of myself. That was not my best shot. Especially if you have someone sitting beside you, looking at you going, what are you doing? <laughs> Why? <laughs> right? Same thing for children. They don't see the throwing coming in. They don't see the hit coming. It just comes out, but it's part of human, like it's part of us. Aggression is part of us, especially with a three to five-year-old. Three to mm -hmm. five-year-old, so you're Nathan, <laughs> Genevieve, it's full of aggression. It's full of aggression because it's only once they hit five to seven years old that they can go, I feel like hitting, but at the same time, I love my friend, right? But before that, they don't have that capacity. Like their brain is not wired yet to be able to go, mommy, I feel like hitting you, but at, some time, at the same time, I love you so much. They don't have that yet, right? So usually have that switch between five to seven, where you'll see aggressive behavior come down a lot because that usually kicks in around that age. So you're telling me there's a light at the end of the tunnel. I have a four and a half year old and he's starting to do that. He's going like, Ugh! it's coming. And he's thinking about it. And then usually he, he lets go or we go, mm, you might want to think about that. So you're telling me I have a light at the end of the tunnel. because that's my exactly. younger son. <laughs> that's, that's coming. Exactly. And, You know what? The nicest part you can have is if you go and you have the, but then I still do it. You go, yay. He had two seconds where he tried to think about it. We're okay. going there. We're getting there. And nature is doing its work. Right? So, so yeah, it's usually around five to seven. Uh, you should have seen us. The first time Emma told us that part of her wanted to Uh, be mean to her brother because of something, but at the same time, she loved him so much. And she was sitting in the stair going, but daddy, Nathan, I, I, I want to hit him. I hate him. He's so annoying. But at the same time, he's my little brother. I love him so much. And I went, Jen, come down, hurry up. You're going to miss it. This is the first time she's going to hold back. <laughs> You're seeing it. You're seeing it. <laughs> kicking in now so so yeah so before five they're full of aggression and part of the solution is allowing that sometimes and we're really we don't want to see aggression so instead coaching you know what's okay so how, how can i attack that won't get me into trouble right so you i remember my mom i was very young And I, um, I had an older brother. So my brother teach me the right word when you were frustrated. You know, the one that no one approves of. Uh, so my mom went, yeah, that's going to get you into trouble a lot. Uh, but I'll teach you some words that are okay. So she came up with words like Colin de Bill. I remember, I still remember to that day. It's in French. I'm sorry. In English, it makes, well, it makes no sense in French either. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> but still, it's it's a word that means nothing. But told me when you say that, when you're very frustrated, you'll see it's just the same as using the words your brother teach you. And it did. It worked. It, it, so I came up with calling them in. And it felt like I would let go, but I wouldn't get into trouble about it. And that was the nice part about it. It's not getting trouble because of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So any other advice uh, uh, to help with transition before we, we let you go, Matthew? Oh, there's, well, I, I think I, I like to go through, there, there's two that I, I like so much. And one of them is bringing the play into the transition. Uh, so if you can bring in play, it makes it so much easier. So instead of saying, you got to put your Legos away, Let's make a race. Who's going to put the Legos away? We have 30 seconds. Can we team up and do it within 30 seconds? Uh, we have to. Some people are very intuitive about it, right? Okay, clean up. And if you, uh, I worked in daycare at the beginning of my career uh, a little bit. And they were so good because they, they had the, okay, it's the cleaning song, right? And they start singing. And it was like, we got to try to clean up before the end of the song, Well, there was a pretty big hidden agenda here where we're playing at beating the song and making it fun where it's, I just want you to pick up the toys. <laughs> I kind of like this. I never thought about like the cleaning song I do, but we have to do it before the end of the song. That's another yeah, yeah. hidden agenda that I really like. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. So, so, it, it, so bringing in play and, trans- and transition and when we have to do this, just making it more fun Instead of having the, we got to put an end to this, let's have fun putting an end to this. So when we have to leave the park, well, instead of going, we have to leave the park, we make fun of, well, what are we going to do on our way back? What could be a fun thing when we go back? So one thing, like my kids are a bit older, but still sometimes it's, well, on our way back, let's try to use the sidewalk, but not step on the lines. Or this time, we'll step on every line, but you have to step on a line on every second step. Like we always have kind of a game going back, you know. Uh, or we, uh, one time, that took a while, though, but it, not my best idea, um, <laughs> but it was a game. I would flip a coin, deciding if we're going left or right. So I went, if I flip the coin, we go left to go home, and I flip the coin, we go right, and on every corner, We have 8th Street in our corner. So at some point, I knew we would get back home. But it was quite a detour. <laughs> but the fun we had going, all right, we got to flip. Oh, no, we got to go left. This is making a long way. <laughs> but and the kid loved ways. it, I'm sure. They were just like, okay, let's take the long way with daddy, right? Yeah. yeah. So putting in play in transition is a great way to make it not a putting an end to something, putting fun to transitioning to something else. So that's one that uh, always works. Um, but we have to use our imagination. That's the thing, because it works through time. And then you're like, you got to come up with a new game. This one is done. <laughs> got to come up with a new one. Um, and, and the other one um, is the fact of giving, you know, we, you asked earlier, I think it's Becca that asked, can we allow more time? Well, call the shot ahead of time and say, all right, well, we have five minutes left, right? Because if I give you the, we have five minutes left, I'm evoking right now the, 
It's coming up. It's going to be tough. I know you really like that, but we only have five minutes left. So I have five minutes to go. This is the end of my game. I need to enjoy the most out of it. Papa, we're not going to play another game. No, this is the last time we play. This is we have two more minutes. Okay, two more minutes. But I've uh, I've given myself five minutes to make to get you to grieve about the fact that we're moving on to something else, right? So I'm kind of giving you um, some time instead of coming in going it's the end. We have five minutes. That's my five minutes to get you to go. It's sad that I. I have to put an end to this. So I'm giving myself some time. Instead of having a reaction, I'm kind of going ahead of time. So I won't even have to deal with the, can I have more time? I've already given you an extra five minutes. I just called it. Let's give you an extra, that's the last five minutes. All right. So it, those two are often something that works really well when it comes to transition. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At our house, we have started bedtime earlier because of this. So instead of to wait until it's eight o'clock and now it's eight o'clock, you have to be in bed. Of course, it's not going to work fast. And then more you put pressure, the longer the bedtime is. So yeah, that's a good uh, strategy in my house also. But thank you so much, Matthew. It was uh, such a fantastic podcast. It was so amazing to have you with us. Matthew, we can find you on our panel of expert at parenttalk.ca. Where else can we find you? So, well, I'm taking care of the Newfeld Institute Facebook page. So, uh, Institut Newfeld Francophone uh, for people who are um, French speaking. I'm also on the Newfeld Institute, um, so newfeldinstitute.com as a practitioner and a facilitator. So, these are the two easy ways uh, to reach me. Uh, and also our webpage for um, our private practice, which is uh, C as in Carl, F as in Francis. Oh, it's in French. So that's uh, L-E-R-E-P-E-R-E dot C-A. Do you make things appear at the bottom, Genevieve? It will be all attached to your um, to your little profile on parent.ca. Yes, it will yeah. be there, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think of that when I hit it. I was like, that's a bad way of giving a web because it's in French. It makes no sense. Well, say it in French. It's C-F le repair. C-F le repair. That's it. Perfect. With a little English <laughs> accent. <laughs> well, that concludes today's episode, Matthew. Uh, Becca and I would like to thank you for taking the time to be here and bringing so much value to all of us parents, helping us grow because we need to grow as a parent also, not only our child, and also be the best parents we can be. So for our listeners... If you have a question you would like to join us on our show as a guest or as an expert, please visit the contact us section on our website at parenttalk.ca. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and also on YouTube at Parent Talk TV. So Matthew, do you have a little word before we go? Well, I hope to come back. I love the experience. So I hope to get to see you guys again and get to talk about a different topic again. So if there's any question that would be related to my expertise, I would love to come back. Awesome. Well, season uh, six will be next year and we record in the fall. So we'll be in contact. <laughs> Perfect. Great. Well, and well, thank you for everyone to, to everyone for listening. Also. Of course, of course. So uh, you can always, for everyone that are listening to us, subscribe directly to this podcast on our website at parenttalk.ca. So we hope we enjoyed today's episode and we're inviting you to share it on your own social media. As we all know, parenting can be hard. 
So remember, it's important to laugh, keep learning, cherish your village and be true to yourself. Thank you for joining us and have a great week. Bye. The views and or opinions of the host and their guests are not necessarily those of Parent Talk and should not be considered as fact. The information offered is believed to be accurate but is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice and should not be used for diagnosing or treating any health issue or prescribing medication. If you have any questions or concerns regarding your physical or mental health or the health of your child, please seek assistance from a qualified healthcare practitioner.